Hi, it's Tom Sohn. Now, what is your credit rating really? What really is your credit score? What does it really mean? Because you know what? I see so many people who don't have any debt or very little debt, don't have things like mortgages, credit cards, loans, finance, all that sort of stuff, but yet their credit rating's not that great. Weird. Even though they are um, completely in no need of that sort of stuff. They save up their money to buy things. They do it that old school way. If you haven't got the money, you don't get it. And they pay for everything that they own with hard-earned, saved money. But yet their credit rating is not brilliant. Weird. Well, look, I see that all the time. And I also see people that have loads of debt loads of money on credit cards and finance and loans and mortgages and you know they're up to their eyeballs in debt that have got really good credit ratings it's it's kind of crazy if you don't fully understand how the credit rating system works so i'm going to explain how your credit rating really works and what it really means i think you might be surprised by it I'm also gonna give you a couple of things that I've done to give me the highest credit rating you can possibly have. My credit rating is 999 out of 999. Um, I've worked hard at that, but I now have very simple strategies to keep my credit rating up there, and I used very simple strategies to get it there in the first place, because my credit rating wasn't great. Before, you know, even as much as a few, as little as a few years ago, my credit rating was pretty crappy because I, back then I was a struggling business person. I didn't have any personal money. My family wasn't from money. We were very poor when I was a kid. So I've had to work my socks off and be pretty smart with growing my wealth and also growing my credit rating. So I'm gonna give you the strategies that I used there. And this will help you, by the way, if you want to be a property investor and you want to use some sort of mortgage facility or anything like that to, uh, to buy property, to invest in property, this will help you. The better your credit rating, the better the rates, the mortgage rates that you can get. So the lower the rate, if you're a better, if you're more credit worthy, then you can get better interest rates. That means you pay less money out. I know what you think. You know, a lot of people think, well, hang on a minute. If I, um, if I have a lower credit rating, then surely I should pay less. Nope, doesn't work like that. They charge more to the higher risk and less to the lower risk so that the higher risk people pay for the business that they are higher risk at losing. Hopefully that makes sense anyway. That's a whole other thing. But what we need to do is understand exactly what the credit rating system is, how it works, what it means. And the first thing I'll say is that the credit rating, your credit score, is nothing more than a reflection of your value to the financial services industry. It's exactly what you're worth in a number to mortgage lenders, loan uh, other lenders all unsecured and secured lenders and credit card companies and banks and finance houses 
and supermarkets and shops and retailers and all of the different industries that might well offer you some sort of credit facility. Lease companies, all of them. Landlords, hey, landlords credit check tenants. It's your worth to those, your value to those. And I don't necessarily just mean how much risk are you. And here's, here's how to think about it. If you are one of those people that's always been very, um, very cautious with debt, never taken on, you know, you don't have credit cards, you don't have loans, you don't have things like that. Um, all the things that you've bought, you've saved up and bought yourself. Well, there's, first of all, there's no proof of how you manage debt. There's no evidence to show a lender, is this person definitely gonna pay me back? That's the first thing. The second thing is if you are somebody that uses debt, you have credit cards, you have loans, you have a mortgage or two or three or four, you have finance on furniture and equipment and stuff like that, you take finance. If that's you, but you always pay your bills, month in, month out. You've got loads of debt, but you always pay it, and you never miss a payment, you're never late on a payment. That makes you valuable to a lender, more so than if you don't take debt and you never get in debt. Weird, isn't it? You, you would have thought that the people that don't have debt, don't use debt, are smarter with money than the people that do have debt and have loads of debt. Maybe, I guess there's arguments for and against. I use debt, I have debt, I use debt, but I do it in a very smart way. And I'll tell you about that in a minute. So a lender can look at that person and say, ah, now not only is this person in debt, they're also paying their debt reliably and consistently. So what that means to the lender is, ka-ching, I'm gonna make some money out of this person because I will charge them interest. And I'm happy to lend to them because I know that they pay their debts. I know that they keep the money coming in to me. I keep making profit from them because they keep taking debt, they keep paying it off, they take more debt, they pay it off. And that's what your credit rating actually is. Do you notice that if you ever have a look at your credit score online or Equifax or Experian, they're the main two. If you look at them, they're always offering you credit cards, loans, insurances, mortgages. They're always offering you those things. And those offers are based on your credit rating. So if you've got a really crappy credit rating, you're gonna be offered less of the premium services and products because you're of less value. And I don't mean that personally, I just mean your, your credit score. You as a person, who can say? So, let's think of it like that now. Let's think of your credit score as your value to the people that you're asking to borrow money from. Mortgage lenders, loan providers, insurers, all of those things. They're all providing some sort of credit. And this will help you in your entire life, by the way. Now we've got to play their game. And this is where I'm going to tell you, first of all, how I built my credit rating up from absolutely crap up to, at 
actually the best credit score you can have. And I'm so proud of it. It only took me a couple of years to do. But yes, I had money coming in, but it was more about how I used that money compared to the debt that I was taking on. First thing I did, I had a credit card. I still have a credit card. I've only got one, just one credit card. And I would spend everything on that credit card. All small things. I'm not talking about huge purchases, just small purchases like fuel, food, takeaways, too many takeaways, <laughs> um, restaurants and going to the pub maybe or all of those little expenses, your general day-to-day -day expenses, all of them I would put on my credit card. Now my credit card is like 20% APR, it's pretty intense, but I never pay interest on it because your credit card shouldn't charge you interest for a period of time. So if you use your credit card today, pay it off tomorrow, you shouldn't pay interest unless you've got a real terrible credit card. Check that out, by the way. Find out what your interest-free type period is on purchases with your credit card. Anyway, I would pay off my credit card three, four, five times a week. If I spent money on it, I'd pay it off the next day or the next couple of days. Certainly no more, certainly no more than a week, that's for sure. And I got into the habit of that. And I wasn't getting panicky, oh my God, I got some money on the credit card. I was just using the credit card, paying it off. And not monthly either. That's not gonna, it's gonna improve your credit rating, but not as much. You use the credit card, you pay it off. You use it, you pay it off. Now here's the trick. From time to time, you leave a little bit of money in there. 50 quid. You're going to pay a little bit of interest on that. Think of it as buying your credit rating. It's not going to be much money. It's just a little bit. And it's not going to really cost you the earth. If you just leave 50 quid on your credit card, you might pay a couple of quid in interest. Fine. But it's only from time to time. The whole credit rating system now is electronic. And that means that it's man-made and therefore man-manipulated, or man-manipulable, manipulatable. Malleable, let's go with malleable. And that means if you manipulate that system to make it think that you don't need debt, you're not crying out for debt, you're not ramping up your credit cards to pay for holidays, TVs, computers, cars, expensive equipment, you're not ramping up that debt. All you're doing is using it for general day-to-day, -day, paying a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of interest, but paying it off constantly. It means that you are very, very, very debt-worthy, debt-reliable. And the system thinks that the banks, the credit card providers, all of those types of institutions can make a bit of money from you and then your credit rating will rocket, I promise you, it will rocket. Look, unless you completely mess up other stuff, county court judgments, defaults, IVAs, things like, well, it's an intravoluntary, a voluntary arrangement basically with, uh, uh, with a, a law firm who manage your debt and so on and so on. Look that up, that's a whole other thing. But an IVA, defaults, IVAs, county court judgments, missed payments, if you do all of that, this won't help. This will not help. 
if you're also using too much debt. So if you have a credit card for a thousand quid and you are constantly using more than half of it, 500 quid, then it doesn't look as good. So use your credit card for everything. And here's another little thing about credit cards. Credit cards are one of the best things on the planet because you get to use somebody else's money and for free. Just pay it off again. Just use it, pay it off, use it, pay it off, use it, pay it off, easy. And now it's so easy to pay off your credit card. You just do it online. I just do it through online banking on my phone. I just open it up, pay credit card. How much do you want to pay? All of it. See ya. So do that. I promise your credit rating will ramp up. I hope my golf today is better than my talking. That's for sure. Anyway, where does this get you? What does it do for you? Well, let me talk to you. Let me tell you a little bit about what you can get from a good credit rating that you probably already know, but I'm just going to repeat it. Number one, if you're going to get into property investing, you want to be able to get a mortgage, right? You definitely want to be able to get the best rates and you definitely want to be able to get the best loan to value, meaning how much of the value of the property that you're buying can you borrow from the mortgage lender? Now, most mortgage lenders will lend you up to 75% of the value of the property. If you've got a crappy credit rating, it probably goes down to 60 or 65%, meaning you've got to find the other money to buy that property. So a good credit rating will enable you to borrow a bit more, meaning you need less cash. Second thing, you get better interest rates, meaning your monthly mortgage payments are gonna be lower. And that's simple, maths, profit, more profit. Lower payment, more profit, right? The next thing is that it goes down, you go down on paper, or the proverbial paper, as a, a low risk borrower. Low risk, high value borrower. Now that will go down on your electronic system, your electronic credit identification, and then other lenders will see that. Other insurance providers, because insurance providers credit check you. Other finance houses, when you wanna buy something for your property, and I'll come back to this in a second, but you wanna buy something for your property, and you want to borrow the money to do it, great. You want to take a loan out for a refurbishment or an improvement or an extension, great, there it is. All of those things kind of come together. If you've got a credit card and you see another credit card with, a, uh, I don't know, better offers, maybe it's giving you air miles or points towards other stuff, there you go, you can get it. It's all about compounding, obviously, but it's also about reducing your expenditure and having access to things. Now, let's think of it like this, right? You've got access, you've got a great credit rating now because you've built it up the way I've just told you. That's one of the ways. There's loads of ways to uh, ramp up your credit rating. But you've got a good credit rating now and then everything goes tits up. Your tenants stop paying their rent. Your, you lose your job. That's your income, gone. And you're gonna struggle for a couple of months while you find yourself another job. Well, how about now you've got access to finance? You may well feel, geez, you know what? 
I'm gonna struggle here, I need to get some money, so you might go and get a loan from the bank. You can get that now because you've got a good credit rating. There's loads of things like that that might help from, or that a good credit rating can help with. So let's think of it like that. Let's build the credit rating up. It gives you other things. And now I wanna to talk to you very quickly about what I mentioned earlier on, borrowing money to buy things. If you wanna buy something and the company you're buying from is offering an interest-free finance, well, for me, if I'm gonna buy that thing anyway, I'm taking the interest-free finance 100% every day of the week, all day long. The reason is, now, I know a lot of people will think, well, hang on, why are you taking a loan to buy something when you can just buy it now with cash? Well, let's think about it. If I had a thousand pounds in my bank today and I want to buy a set of golf clubs, let's say. And I'm using this as an example uh, because I'm not paid to say this, by the way, but American Golf are currently offering interest-free golf finance, golf uh, finance on golf equipment. Now, I wanted to buy a new set of golf clubs. Great. Checked out the golf clubs, chose my golf clubs, thousand quid, and they offered me interest-free. Bam! I took it because I can now put my thousand pounds that I was going to spend on golf clubs cash outright. Uh, 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 oh, I've forgotten the word now. <laughs> a depreciating. Why did I forget that? A depreciating asset. I buy them for a thousand pounds. They're immediately worth seven fifty. In two years' time, they're worth four hundred. In five years' time, they're worth two fifty. Right, a depreciating asset. And not only am I buying a depreciating asset, I'm now without that £1,000 of cash. It's a lose-lose. You cannot win from that scenario. However, if I took interest-free finance and I'm going to spend, I don't know, whatever it is, 70 quid a month on those golf clubs, or 80 quid, I don't know, 80 quid a month for a year, let's say, I now take that thousand pounds, invest it in shares, or maybe cryptocurrency, or maybe I put it towards the next property, I don't know. I take that thousand pounds and I invest it, and it generates me 10% per year. Then what have I now got the golf clubs for? Not just interest-free. I've actually made profit on those golf clubs, in a way. All right, I know they're still depreciating and if we said okay they're going to depreciate by 10% per year I'm just making this figure up but I can make 10% a year then in 10 years I've got a free set of golf clubs right makes sense you get what I mean simple maths simple compounding but it's it's a rule that you should live by if you're going to buy a depreciating asset and you can get it with an interest free why not I would oh it's up to you Obviously, debt is something that you need to seriously consider before taking it. But also, if someone is off, let's take a car for an example. If the rate that you're borrowing the money at, or able to borrow the money at, is, I know, 8%, let's just say 8%, and you're about to spend 
30 grand of your cash on a car and they're offering you the debt that the finance it for eight percent i've drifted into another subject here i'm aware of this if the if you're going to borrow at 8% to buy a car rather than using the cash, and then you put that 30 grand of cash into buying a property that's going to generate you 20% per year, you get what I mean? Win-win. So anyway, I'm going to wrap that up there because I've just arrived at the golf club and I'm going to go and have an awesome game. And hopefully that helps. So the key message I wanted to describe there is build your credit rating up. And use the debt properly. If you're going to get into debt, use it properly. I took a credit card. I spent every single daily general expense on it and then paid it off two, three, four times a week constantly. Never a pattern, really. I just paid it off. I just kept thinking, right, pay it off, pay it off. Use it, pay it off, use it, pay it off, use it, pay it off. I hope that helps somebody and there was also a little bit of a rant in there about how to manage interest and use interest to your advantage i hope that wild um crazy talk helped let me know if it does oh my voice is going let me know if it does you can always contact me tom at pinkstreet.co.uk and uh, also remember if you do want to get into property investing then the first thing you need to do is find the real property investment deals. And I run a property broker. Now, that means that I have properties coming to my broker from all over the country. I've got a network of sourcing agents, estate agents, auctioneers, all those different types of places where you get off market, below market value deals. That's what my broker does. I don't work with everybody, but I can provide you with deals if you need them. So you can contact me if you want properties like that, tom at pinkstreet.co.uk, or you can message me through my Facebook page. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm really starting to put some more, let's just say, premium stuff on there, the real high value stuff, because I, want, I really want to grow my YouTube channel. I love YouTube. I think it's great. Anyway, Hope that helps. Speak to you later. Bye.